0: This is the haircut that makes me look like I ought to be raking a yard at a state facility. Yeah, I always wanted to be a singer. It's as plain as a nose on your face. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then, hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am GamerDude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're talking about things that I've learned. Kind of a broad topic, right? It's not exactly stories, but it's stuff that I've learned throughout all of these trips around the sun I've taken during my life. As you guys know, I've been around the sun a few times, and in those trips around the sun, I've learned some things, so I figured today's episode would be devoted to passing along some of the things that I've learned. Some of it is big life advice and revelations that I've had, and some of it is stupid stuff that I've come up with over the years, and I figured I'll pass that along too. You can take this all with a grain of salt. You can listen to it. You can say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or you can say, oh, that gamer dude, what an idiot. Either way, I hope you get something out of it because, you know, this is stuff that I've learned. I figured pass it on. Now, I don't have this in any kind of order. As I was writing this stuff down, I was just writing things down as they occurred to me. Some of it is serious. Some of it is silly. That's pretty much me. So in no particular order, here's some stuff I've learned. Perhaps one of the most important things that I learned, and it took me a long time to come to this knowledge, not everyone is going to like you. No matter how hard you try, no matter how nice you are, someone is going to dislike you. And some people are just going to hate you. It's just the way it is. There's no explanation for it. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. You can be nice, you can be friendly, and people are going to hate you, or at least dislike you. So the thing is, You shouldn't try to live your life in an effort to please everyone, because it'll never happen. You can't live your life so you can be liked by everyone, because it's not going to happen. And if you try to do that, you'll never be happy, because you're literally trying to chase the impossible dream. I wish everyone would like me, so I'm going to do this. Don't do that. It's not possible. What you have to do is learn to live your life for you, not to please other people and not to win friends. What happens when you start living your life for you, what happens when you start living your life for yourself, is that people who think like you, who have similar beliefs, who have similar worldviews, they actually gravitate towards you. And one of the interesting things is you also attract people who may not agree with you, but are interested in or intrigued by you and the way you are and the way you think. These are the people who you'll find yourself wanting to spend time with. These people are your friends, your family. These are the people that you want to do things for because they make your life better and so you're willing to make their lives better. Those are the people, the ones who like you, are the ones that you should strive to please. And forget about the ones who don't care about you. And that brings me to the next thing that I've learned. You're not going to like everyone. That's okay too. There's a lot of people out there who are unlikable people and you do not have to like everybody. It's okay not to like people. But not liking someone isn't an excuse for bullying them, abusing them, insulting them, or going after them somehow. People are allowed to have different tastes. People are allowed to like different things. People are not required to agree with you or to see things the way that you see them. You don't have to like that. You do have to tolerate it. Basically, the point is, don't waste your energy trying to get everybody to like you or trying to like everyone, because neither one is going to happen. One of the other things I've learned is one of your biggest assets, or one of your biggest hindrances, is your reputation. The kind of person you've shown the world you are is part of how people will react to you. So you want to have a good reputation. You sometimes might wonder, well, why should I care what the world thinks? Well, it does matter in your dealings with people, whether it's in personal relationships or in business relationships, the kind of person you are shapes how people react to you. If you're honest, if you're truthful, if you're hardworking, if you're fair with people, the people you work with, the people you interact with will know that. And that word will spread. People talk about people with good reputations or people with bad reputations. I can't tell you the number of times in my real life job that someone has said to me, Something along the lines, you know, people told me if you're working with GamerDude on this, he'll be fair and won't try to take advantage. Now, this comes from people I've never met in my life, but they've dealt with other people that I've dealt with, and my reputation is one of fairness and fair dealing. So you want to make sure that you have a good reputation, because it speaks for you to people you've never even met. Something else I've learned cough syrup is horrible. It tastes nasty. It's thick, and it's sickly sweet, and it tastes like trying to drink motor oil that's been sweetened with something that's just too sugary. Cough syrup is horrible, and for me, it never works. You know what works? Honey. Honey is wonderful for coughs, for soothing sore throats. It tastes better. It's healthier for you. Cough syrup is nasty. Blah. Something else I've learned? You will never win an argument with a police officer, so don't try. You do have rights. You do have the right to defend yourself. But if you're stopped for something like a motor vehicle violation, a speeding violation, just acknowledge that you've been stopped. Don't argue. Don't get into, do you know who I am? Don't get all up in the officer's face. It will not end well for you. Fight that fight in court. Don't fight it on the street. When you're stopped on the street by a police officer, be respectful Keep track of what's going on in case it ever comes up again somewhere down the road, but you're not going to win that fight. Something else I've learned is whether you're religious or not, whether you believe in the Bible or not, the golden rule is the best rule to live by. And if you don't know what the golden rule is, it's basically treat others the way you want to be treated. It's not treat others the way they treat you. That's a very different thing. Treat others the way you want to be treated. If you live by that rule your life will be a whole lot better. Another important thing I've learned, go to the dentist. I went literally years between appointments. I didn't lose any teeth, thank God. But I did develop a couple of cavities and the pain associated with having those filled and refilled and repaired and then the process of getting my teeth cleaned over the course of multiple sessions with the dentist, it's just not worth it seriously go to the dentist go twice a year have them clean your teeth i know the dentists are horrible nobody likes to sit in that chair nobody likes to have somebody poking around in their mouth but let me tell you it's better than letting years go by and then have to go five times in a year just to get those teeth clean and those cavities filled and god you don't want to lose those teeth something else you should do exercise i've learned exercise is important do something You don't want to sit there and be a lump and gain weight and just be a blob. Try to do something to stay in some kind of shape. I'm not saying become a marathon runner, although you certainly can. I'm not saying you have to join a gym or take a yoga class, but just do something. You'll feel better, you'll live longer, and you'll keep weight off, and that's huge. You don't have to do anything more than maybe a brisk walk 30 minutes three times a week. Take a walk around your block three times a week, but do it. Even that is enough to keep you fit. And do it with someone else if it'll help motivate you. But just do it. And associated with the exercise, stretch. Everybody says, yeah, I don't need to stretch. I'm in fine shape. You don't have to do 45 minutes of stretching. You don't have to do a yoga session before you walk. But I'm telling you, if you keep your muscles flexible, you stretch your muscles out for five minutes and then take a 30-minute walk that's 35 minutes out of your life, it's worth it. You'll feel better. Another thing I've learned over the years is that anyone who says, I'm just being honest, is really just looking for an excuse to be mean or hurtful or a bigot or a bully. You don't always have to be honest when you're giving your opinion about someone's looks or someone's clothes or someone's race or someone's religion or someone's sexual preferences. You don't have to be honest about that if your honesty involves hurting somebody's feelings This goes back to the thing that I said at the beginning. You don't have to like everyone, but you don't owe the world, nor are you entitled to explain to the world why you might not like somebody. That's not honesty. Being honest doesn't involve hurting other people. And that's why I said the golden rule is an important rule to live by. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. You don't want somebody being honest to you if it's going to hurt your feelings or make you cry. That's not honesty. That's just excusing, hurtful, nasty, evil behavior. But it is important to be honest in your work, in your business dealings, in your schoolwork. Honesty there is absolutely necessary, but that's a different kind of honesty. Honesty means not stealing, not taking what's not yours, not doing what you're not supposed to do, not misleading people. That's honesty. That's the kind of honesty that you want in your life. That's the kind of honest person That you want to be. Being honest doesn't mean hurting people. It means being a good person yourself and doing the right thing when you're supposed to do it. So if you want to be honest, be that kind of honest person and leave out all the hurtful stuff. Another thing I've learned is it's absolutely okay to buy generic brands or store-bought brands of stuff in stores. You don't necessarily need to buy named brand everything, especially when money is tight, man. You can buy the sparkle paper towels. You can buy the ShopRite brand of tomato sauce. Walmart's grape jelly tastes just the same as Welch's. So it's okay to buy generic. It's okay to buy store brand. Well, except for peanut butter. Buy Skippy or Jif. The other stuff is just nasty. Now this next thing I've learned applies to everybody. No matter how old you are, no matter who you're living with, or even if you're living by yourself, clean up after yourself. Don't wait for or expect your mom or your roommate or your spouse or anybody else to clean up after you. It's your mess. You clean it up. Even if you're living by yourself, clean up after yourself. Living in a pigsty, living in a mess, can be very depressing. Don't leave dirty clothes lying around. Don't leave clean clothes lying around. Don't let dirty dishes stack up in the sink. Don't let stacks of old mail linger on the table. Put the mail away. Wash the dishes. Clean your clothes. Fold them and put them away. It takes far less time to clean up after yourself and far less energy if you do it every day rather than trying to catch up six weeks down the road or only when company is dropping in. And you'll feel better about yourself. You'll feel that you're living in a nice, clean place. It makes your life feel better if you're living in a clean environment, and the only way to ensure that is to clean up after yourself. All right, this next thing I've learned is very personal to me, but I have a feeling a lot of people feel this way. Don't just drop in on people. Call ahead. Call ahead. No one really appreciates unexpected visitors. You're sitting there quietly on a Sunday afternoon and the doorbell rings and the last thing you want to do is entertain a surprise visitor. Call ahead. It's polite. It's courteous. And in case the person you're visiting doesn't clean up after themselves, give them a chance to clean up. This next thing I've learned is after years of kind of observing people's reaction to political correctness. People try to characterize political correctness as something bad. But when you think about it, Political correctness isn't anything more than being respectful of other people's feelings. What is so objectionable about that? And I mean, think about that for a minute. What politically correct phrase or saying or verbiage do you object to? What difference does it possibly make if it makes somebody else feel better for you to say X instead of Y? And let's just throw one out there. People have made a big deal about Merry Christmas versus Season's Greetings or Happy Holidays for literally years now. Now, quite honestly, I've never heard anybody object to Merry Christmas. But I know some people are saying, well, let's say Happy Holidays instead. And I go, okay, I like Christmas, but if somebody else likes Happy Holidays, why should I care? And if somebody does have an objection to saying Merry Christmas because they're not Christian or they don't believe in God or Jesus or whatever reason, again, Why should I care? This kind of goes back to what I said at the very beginning about not everybody liking me or me not liking everybody, and I can't change that. I can't change how people feel about Christmas or about Happy Holidays or about Season's Greetings or about anything. If it makes somebody else feel better for me to say Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas because it's politically correct to say Happy Holidays, I don't care. Why should I care? What difference does it make in my life if I say Happy Holidays to you and Merry Christmas to my family. It makes zero difference. But if it makes somebody else's life a little more pleasant because I said happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas, so what? So I've made somebody's day, so what? It doesn't affect me at all to say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. So why should I care? Something else I've learned, age is just a number. Just because you're turning 30, or 50, or 70, or whatever number is coming up for you, you don't have to be defined by that number. There's nothing wrong with a 70-year-old taking up surfing. There's nothing wrong with a 30-year-old going back to school for more education. Don't let other people's view of what you should be doing at a particular age limit what you want to do or how you want to live. And keeping your age to yourself to protect yourself from these judgments of other people is absolutely okay. So don't let age define who you are or who you want to be. Another thing I've learned that you will thank me for, sort your laundry, wash your white clothes with your white clothes, wash the colored clothes with the colored clothes, wash your dress shirt separately, and on permanent press. You'll look better, you'll feel better, and you'll thank me for it. Another piece of advice that I've learned that I'd like to pass on, and this is probably one of the most important things, don't be afraid to ask questions. No one knows the answer to everything, but too many people are afraid to ask something they don't know the answer to. If you don't know something, if you can't find the answer to a question you have, don't be afraid to ask someone. Too many people are afraid to look dumb. Too many people are afraid they'll be judged because they don't know an answer. I ask more questions than anybody I know because I'm not afraid of not knowing the answer to something I have no way of knowing the answer to. How are we going to learn if we don't ask questions? And the thing is, if you're doing a project, if you're working with somebody, if you're trying to write a report, it's better to get the right answer or get clarification of something you're supposed to know than to screw things up because you thought you knew what you were doing. Ask first so you know what you're supposed to be doing. Don't assume. Ask the questions that need to be asked. Another thing I've learned, be willing to wear the hat of responsibility. I've used this phrase before. When I say wear the hat of responsibility, that just means own the consequences of your actions. Don't try to pass the buck to somebody else for something that you did. Be willing to wear the hat of responsibility. If you choose to do something, you have to be willing to accept the consequences of that action. If you do a good thing and there are rewards associated with that good thing, you're going to be more than willing to accept those rewards. The same holds true for consequences. If you do something that turns out to be a bad thing and there are consequences associated with that, you have to be willing to accept those consequences. It's part of being a grown-up. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with accepting consequences for behavior that you chose to engage in. So you have to be willing to do that. If you're not willing to accept the consequences, if you're not willing to wear the hat of responsibility, then don't engage in the behavior. You have choices in your life, so whatever you choose, you have to accept the good and the bad associated with what you choose to do. Finally, one more thing for you. It's been said before, but it bears repeating, because it's 100% accurate, and I can't emphasize this enough. Use sunscreen. Hey, seriously, sunscreen is so important. Have you ever had a really bad sunburn? It's really painful. Plus, skin cancer and all that... Definitely, definitely use sunscreen. If you take nothing else from this episode, make sure you wear the sunscreen. I wanted to do this episode because a lot of people talk about, well, this is the way the world works, and I've talked about it a lot in this podcast. And God knows I don't know everything. Yes, I know you think I think I do, but I know I don't. But I do have some life experience that I'm hopeful you can get some benefit from, so I'm passing it along to you, and I hope you're able to get something out of today's Life Lessons. By the way, this isn't the sum total of everything that I've learned. We're just barely scratching the surface. And that's my way of saying you can look forward to more episodes like this coming down the road. But for now, you can enjoy this one. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Storytime. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast and giving me your comments and just hanging out with me. I really can't thank you enough. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.